We pick up at the bottom of uh, 21b, Chaf Aleph Amud Bet, with uh, the Halacha Gimel. Uh, the Mishnah says, Basar Kodesh Kodashim, Shinitma, Bain Ba'avatuma, Bain Bevladatuma, Bain Bifnim, Bain Bechutz. So let's pause there. Uh, in terms of uh, an offering, that uh, if it's Kodesh Kodashim, the most holy of the offerings, <coughs> and it became Tame, uh, whether it became Tame, uh, there are going to be two different uh, things, whether uh, two different uh, concepts that we're dealing with here, uh, two different factors. Uh, one is whether it is with an avatuma, a, uh, a, a primary source of tumma, or a vladatuma, something derived, a, uh, a second hand uh, source of tumma. Uh, and the other factor to consider uh, is whether the, the tumma took place inside the, uh, where the offering is sacrificed or, or outside. Uh, in you know inside the the Beit Hamikdash or outside the Beit Hamikdash, those are the two factors. Now we're going to have four different opinions as to what is done with them. Beit uh, Omrim, he starts off and he says, "I call Yisraif Bifnim." Everything gets uh, burned inside. Uh, he says, uh, except for something that uh, was tame uh, with an avatuma. A uh, uh, the the main source of tuma uh, outside uh, the Beit Hamikdash uh, because then once it's outside uh, you may as well leave it outside everything else uh, can be burnt inside except for the most extreme and other tuma uh, and it was really outside then you uh, you leave it outside uh, you don't have to you can't really bring it in to the Beit Hamikdash even though uh, bring uh, a human uh, if a human is tamay then they're obviously forbidden from coming into the Beit Hamikdash uh, precinct, uh, and uh, they, they'd have to. Uh, they are uh, relegated to to outside areas, uh, but that is not uh, in terms of uh, animals that become tame inside the Beit Hamikdash. It's not that you have to get them out of there. You are you, you can't continue with the process. They can't be eaten, anything like that. But you uh, you it, uh, they do get burned, but you don't have to remove them from the precincts of the Beit Hamikdash. Okay, so we had our first opinion. Beit Shammah says, unless it was an avatuma uh, and it uh, took place, uh, it became tamay outside. Uh, you are able to burn it, uh, everything inside the Beit Hamikdash. All right, Beit Hillel takes the opposite view. Beit Hillel Mrim, everything should get burned outside. There's no reason to bring uh, non-holy stuff inside the Beit Hamikdash. Chutz. Uh, uh, unless it, uh, something that became uh, tame through a, a, a very a more minor form of tumma, a secondary source of tumma uh, inside the Beit Hamikdash. If it's such a low level source of tumma and it happened inside the Beit Hamikdash, well then you can leave it inside the Beit Hamikdash and burn it there. Otherwise, you'd have to take it out and burn it outside. So really, Beit Hillel and Beit Shammah are taking polar opposite views on uh, uh, what stays in and what goes out. Uh, now, we have two other views. Rabbi Elazar, Omer, he says, uh, He differentiates, Rabbi Elazar differentiates really on the degree of Tumah. Avatuma gets burned outside, he says. Uh, that, that's what it is. Uh, it doesn't make a difference where it became tumma. Uh, inside the Beit HaMikdash, outside the Beit HaMikdash. Uh, if it's an Avatuma, it gets burned outside. If it's Vladatuma, uh, a secondary source, then it can get burned inside, uh, even if it actually happened uh, outside. So he doesn't uh, worry.
worry uh, at all about where it happened. He's just worried about the degree of uh, tumor, whether it became uh, or how it became uh, tumor, either from an av or a vlad. All right, so that that's uh, Rebbe Lazar's view. Um, uh, that's the, the, that's that's his view. All right, uh, and Rebbe Akiva is the final one. Um, uh, let's just see. Uh, I'm not sure if I actually uh, mentioned that. That was all Rabbi uh, Elazar's uh, view. He says uh, if it's uh, an other tumor, uh, it doesn't make a difference whether it was inside or outside, you should burn it. Outside, uh, if it's a secondary source of tumor, it doesn't make a difference where it became tumor. Uh, can be burned inside because it's a low-level form of tumor. Uh, the final opinion, the fourth opinion, uh, Rebbe Kiva Omer. Rebbe Kiva is uh, t- takes another view altogether. Makom Very easy. He says the place that it gets burned uh, is where it. Um, the place it becomes tame, that's where it burns. So if you, if it, it doesn't make a difference if an ava tumor or a vlada tumor, uh, if it became tame inside the Beit Hamikdash, you burn it inside the Beit Hamikdash. If it came tame outside the Beit Hamikdash, then you burn it outside the Beit Hamikdash. And it seems, uh, according to the Rambam, that this uh, opinion of Rabbi Akiva is actually how we paskin in terms of uh, the, the it's the uh, the Rambam uh, in uh, you know the Sefer Avodah Hilchut Sulei Hamikdashin that that uh, discusses this, and uh, and we see that uh, the important thing is uh, where it took place, uh, and that's uh, that's that. That's what's paramount, and not whether it's an avatuma or not. Okay, good. Uh, the the Gemara picks up Vakaparamar. Uh, Vakapara says, uh, "What are we talking about?" He just clarifies avatuma devartora. He says, "When we talk about an avatuma, a primary source of tuma, uh, what does that mean? That means tuma from a from the Torah." Okay, it's, uh, it became Tame uh, on a Dorata level. Vlada Tuma, he says, Midravanan. It became Tame, uh, but it is a, a rabbinical Tuma. Uh, we normally associate uh, Ava Tuma with, uh, with, with, with a status, something. Um, that uh, you know, can transmit uh, impurity and 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 uh, the secondary source of tumor. That's you know when it goes down the chain of tumor. Vakapara uh, uh, says no. Uh, what are we talking about here? Yeah, it's where it uh, it's it's other uh, Torah uh, Torah level uh, Torah. You know from uh, Dorata or Drabanan. If it's Dorata, it's called an Av. Okay, uh, if it's Shabanan, uh, then it is called a Vlad. That, that, that's his uh, distinction. Um, uh, Rabbi Yochanan, no, Rabbi Yochanan says, listen, Bainze, Bainze, Torah. No, uh, both of these things, whether it has to be an Av, whether it has to be a, a Shani, uh, and, or Vlada Tuma, uh, he says everything, what we're talking about, uh, it has to be Tame uh, uh, via Torah perspective. We're not talking here about uh, rabbinical uh, uh, Tumas. That's, that's what we, that's the dispute over there. Now, the Gemara says, Vakasha, Rabbi Yochanan, surely there's a, 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 a difficulty uh, with Rabbi Yochanan's opinion. 
opinion from what Beit Shammah says. Uh, the Beit Shammah, remember, because Beit Shammah says, Hakol uh, Yisrael Fivnim, everything gets burned inside. Chutz, Minshmah Ba'av Hatumah Ba'chutz, except for something that became Avatumah outside. Okay, and uh, that that gets burned outside. Avatumah Ba'chutz, right? So it says, Ma Bain Avatumah Ba'chutz, Ma Bain Vladatumah Ba'chutz. What's the difference between uh, a, a primary source of of tumor and a, a secondary source of tumor if they are both outside? Okay, that uh, that's it. Surely, Zevaze Lord Vartorhu. We said if it's you know it, that uh, um, if if. Um, Rabbi Yochanan says that's you know from from the Torah. It's you know both of these are, are you know it, it, what's Av and and Vlad. Uh, it says they both uh, in terms of uh, you know why do you mention a, a, whether it's an Av or or, or, or Vlad uh, if it's both from the Torah. And it says Vafilu al Beitila lo Makshay. Surely you know it it's, uh, it would be difficult even according to Beitila, not just Beitshama. Beitila because Beitila says the same uh, the reverse of Beit Shammah, but still he's got the same underlying problem. Everything gets burned outside. Except for something that was touched with a vladatuma, a derivation of a tumba. What's the difference between avatuma inside and a vladatuma inside? Surely if they are both uh, from the Torah, uh, we, should, we should treat them the same. Uh, and uh, that's why it's a, it's, it's a big question against Rabbi Yochanan. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, we we it, it, the Gemara uh, does not address these. This is probably you know something that uh, the Yerushalmi uh, is is. Uh, um, you know, doesn't go into as much depth. Uh, if this was uh, Bavli, uh, would have uh, a lot of discussion about this. But it, the Gemara just ignores it, and uh, and it seems uh, to you know kind of ignores the question and and proceeds according to a um um uh, an, another way of looking at it and raises more questions. So therefore, we say uh, the the question is not against uh, Rabbi Yochanan. We ignore uh, Rabbi Yochanan's questions uh, or the questions again. Uh, Rabbi Yochanan's, and we say uh, we say actually uh, we are talking about Bakapara's opinion. Uh, so now we look at Bakapara's opinion versus Bakapara. Um, uh, everything gets uh, burned inside except for something that touches an avatuma outside what's the difference if it's an avatuma which you said uh, comes from uh, a, a Torah perspective what's the difference if it became tama inside or outside surely there's all Torah so what is the distinction uh, do you say you know whether it happened inside the Beit HaMikdash or outside the Beit HaMikdash what really is the difference? Why do you have to say this one gets burned this way, this one gets burned that way? If it is both uh, from the Torah that we are talking, uh, that uh, it became impure. So when it says, 
begin Rabbi Akiva, Amamakom, Shinabitumato, Shamta Israfato. Really what we're talking about here because he actually agrees with Rabbi Akiva. And Rabbi Akiva had said before, uh, the place where it gets becomes Tame, uh, that's the place where it gets burnt. Rabbi Akiva was obviously the fourth opinion in our Mishnah. So really uh Beit Shama agree uh, to a certain degree uh with a uh, with, with Rabbi Akiva, but not the whole thing. Uh that's it. If it's you know from the from the Torah, uh, then you know that whoever they are where they are, then then they agree. But if it's uh, rabbinical, uh then you know we we'd bring it inside uh, the courtyard uh, to be burned. Oh now the Gemara says, "Afilu adavet Hillel, lo makasha." Surely there is even a question according to Beit Hillel. Adavet Hillel, Mara Hakoris Rav Chutz, Chutz Mishuma bevlada Tuma bevnim. Everything gets burned outside except for something that was touched, uh, you know, by a, a secondary uh, 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 amount of Tuma inside. Okay, and uh, that is allowed to be brought uh, inside because it is such a low level of uh, Tuma. Okay. Um, uh, you know, what is the difference uh, between uh, a and an avatuma, a secondary source and a primary source? Okay, whether it's inside or outside. Um, Oh, sorry, not not a primary and a secondary. Uh, uh, we still both secondary, uh, and we you know whether it's inside or outside. If it's if it's a vlada tuma, according to Bar that is only a rabbinical source. So really, what is the difference? Uh, you know why why you know some part of it would have to be burned inside, part of it would have to be burned outside. Right? That's the the the, the that's the cash. If it's all rabbinical, it should be all treated the same. Gemara says, "Again, the Rabbi Shimon Amar. No, this is what uh, you know. What, what uh, Rabbi Shimon says it supports him. Machlo, Mashko, Shematora, Mishlosh and Chutz Mishdalchin, Chutz Lishlosh Machanot. The reason is because we hold like uh, Rabbi Shimon. He says even the food and drink uh, of a Matora uh, gets pushed out of all uh, three camps. Uh, that's it. It's the same as a Matora himself. It became, you know, even if it became impure." Outside the camps, it's not allowed to be brought inside, and uh, and that's uh, the idea over there. Even his food and drink uh, gets pushed all the way outside. All right, so uh, you know, in in theory, uh, it, it could have been brought in, but we say rabbinically uh, it isn't. So that's how we answer that up. Okay, moving on to our last Mishnah of uh, of this Masechet, uh, and uh, I, I, um, are we still dealing uh, with. Um, uh, I suppose not really a little bit of time. We are going actually getting back uh, to uh, Shkalem now uh, for a bit, all that's remaining. The Halacha Dalet says, Avrei Tamid Nitanim Mechatsa Kevish Lamata. What happens is, if you, what uh, the, the Mishnah in Gomorrah in Tamid uh, discusses how the morning Tamid was offered, uh, who won the lottery, and uh, who brought the limbs up to the ramp. Uh, what it means is that when it means that they brought the limbs up to the ramp, uh, it is uh, the tamid it was was um you left it halfway up the ramp you didn't uh, go and burn it 
you know, all at once, you, you cut, uh, you, you went through the whole procedure, you cut up the animal into its various component uh, parts, and, you know, with the, uh, you, you have to do all sorts of things, you have to skin it, etc., etc., uh, and now, uh, the, when it came to uh, dismembering the animal and bringing certain parts up to burn uh, on, 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 uh, on the fires, so it says they were put on the ramp of the altar, uh, you know, at the halfway mark and uh, underneath the halfway mark. Okay, and uh, we 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 careful to put it. Uh, um, uh, it it's on the Chetzer Kevesh uh, that is actually uh, on 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 the western uh, side. Okay, Shomer Suvah Nitzinu Chetzer Kevesh Mata Mizrach. So you know that, that's it, the uh, Mizrach. So what happens is uh, you put on the ramp. Um, and uh, halfway point and below, uh, and it says on the western side. Now, um, uh, it says shall uh, rush chodashim. Uh, uh, that's it. Oh, sorry, uh, musafin. Shall uh, musafin if it's a musaf offering. And it's an in mechetzia keves remata mizrach. That that was done on the um, eastern side. Okay, first one was the the marav. Okay, uh, the, the, on the western side, and then this was on the eastern side. Right. Um, uh, that's it. So the, that's the, the you know the, the musafim on the eastern side, i.e. on the on the right hand side. Uh, the normal offerings are on the left hand side. Um, uh, what happens if you have a rosh kodesh uh, altar? Uh, it says It's put on the top of the edge of the of the of the altar. It says the karkov. We're going to see more about that momentarily. Okay, so just different placements of the different. Um, uh, uh, places, uh, the, all the different places where you're going to uh, could put uh, the limbs and we see that uh, they have different areas. Alright, so now uh, moves on totally, the Mishnah The opening line over here is that uh, we don't need to give half shekels and uh, Bikurim, uh, that's only uh, you know, for uh, the uh, it's only when the temple is in existence. Aval Master Dakan, Master Bahama, Ubukhorot, nor again, Bain Bifnabait, Bain Shalob Bifnabait. But uh, when you have to uh, give um, Master um, and uh, you know, the the, uh, the the mitzvot of you know uh, grain, okay, which is talking about truma, maser, etc., and also maser behema, a tenth of every animal, uh, and and uh, bechorot and a bechor if an animal is a bechor. And now again, ben bifnabat, ben shelo bifnabat. It applies uh, even today when we don't have a temple. Uh, the whole big discussion exactly if a, if a, if an animal is a bechor uh, today, uh, you know what what does one do with it? Uh, because of the fact that it's not supposed to be worked uh, and it's not supposed to be, you know, anything done with it. How do you get around that? Uh, there are uh, discussions uh, about that. Is that maybe you can uh, get a, be in partnership with a non-Jew, and uh, that non-Jew can, uh, you know, be in partnership. Once it's, it's in partnership with a non-Jew, uh, then it it, it loses uh, any um, uh, any holiness uh, over there in terms of uh, being a bechor. All right, um, so let's get back to where we were. Uh, 
that's uh, we said and if you maktish shekel and bekurim okay even though as we said um, it's uh, you're not it's, it's got no practical ramifications today uh, because you can't bring um, you know uh, these uh, the first fruits or anything like that so now you maktish uh, the shekel uh, and uh, and bekurim. Right, so so what happens? You're not supposed to, as we mentioned, uh, but now uh, what happens if you if you do it? Uh, it says Haray ze kadosh kodesh. They are holy. They are holy. They've, you've you've sanctified them uh, with holy uh, holiness, uh, and that's and therefore you know you're in a problem now. You're in a bind, uh, but you're going to have to um, you know you can't get any benefit from them, etc. Rabbi Shimon no. Rabbi Shimon says no. bikurim kodesh einan kodesh. No, if one who says that uh, you're bikurim or Kodesh, are holy, uh, it says uh, they, you know, we, we, that, that doesn't even help um, uh, in terms of it, uh, even if you want to say uh, that uh, it's good, uh, it says they are not uh, consecrated. All right, so he only addresses um, uh, the first fruits, he does not address the shekel, and the Gemara will pick up on that. So the Gemara says, okay, Ezu Karkov Mizbach, now what is this Karkov? We mentioned the Karkov uh, in, uh, you know, in, in the, in the uh, earlier on in the Mishnah, uh, where we said, um, you know, where, where do you put the uh, the Musaf offerings for um, the Rosh Kodesh, uh, where do you put those on the altar? And uh, that's that's the question, uh, you know. As a Karkov says, where is this place on the altar where you put it? Uh, it says, It's a one area, um, one cubit uh, wide between one horn and the other on the on, on, on the top surface, a place for Kwanim to walk around. Uh, and uh, when they move around, uh, they can walk there. They don't want to get obviously too close to the fire. Um, it's dangerous, etc. But they could walk uh, there. Okay, um, uh, so the Gemara says, uh, well, Musaf Shabbat, Musaf Rosh Chodesh, Mi Kodem. Okay, so let's say it's Shabbat, uh, both Shabbat and Rosh Chodesh. Uh, you know, now you've got to offer uh, Musafim for Shabbat and Musafim as every Shabbat and Musaf for Rosh Chodesh, the same as every Rosh Chodesh. Which comes first? Which takes precedence? Okay, Rabbi Yirmiya, Rabbi Yirmiya wanted to say, Musafai Shabbat, Musafai Rosh Chodesh, Musafai. Rosh Chodesh Kodmin. He says uh, the the new moon uh, comes first. Uh, what is that? Uh, you know, why, why would you say that? Kaila the Rabbi We say the the strength of Rabbi Yirmiyah. I you know, I mean, how Where does he learn that from? Shiro Shal Shabbat Vishiro Shal Rosh Chodesh. What happens if you uh, have a uh, competing Musaf and you can either say the Shir of Rosh Chodesh or you can say the Shir of Shabbat. Uh, what do you do? Shir uh, Rosh Chodesh Korem. What do you do? You say the Shir of Rosh Chodesh. The same way, uh, surely we should say uh, the same way. The song comes first, same way the animal comes first. Amrav uh, Yosei says, no, uh, it's different. Shanina hai, Shania hai, Taman, it's different over there. Why? Amrav Kia, Rabbi Yochanan, Kadei, 
uh, the reason is uh, that we sing the Rosh Chodesh song first instead of the uh, Shabbat uh, song is to tell everyone when Rosh Chodesh is so if a, p- a person it's critical to know for the calendar uh, when Rosh Chodesh is so therefore then and there was a whole interrogation process uh, therefore uh, the Beit in said listen we're going to sing uh, and uh, we're going to make these people sing uh, that it is Rosh Chodesh in order to publicize what is going on okay Kate said so exactly how is this uh, it says uh, you check the Musaf of Shabbat and you say the Rosh Chodesh uh, song on it Berim uh, Hacha and uh, you know that's it uh, what are we talking about here uh, it says Musaf Shabbat Musaf Rosh Chodesh and Musaf Shabbat could mean okay so you know that's uh, um, you know, so even though you sing the song for the new moon, uh, here uh, when you have Musaf of Shabbat and Musaf of Rosh Chodesh, uh, we say uh, Musaf of Shabbat could mean uh, that Musaf of Shabbat come first. Okay, the reason for that is Al Shem Kolatari Mechaveiro Korem Et Chaveiro. Anything that is more regular uh, than its uh, friend comes more often uh, than its friend, and we know. Um, the principle of, uh, as you know, it's not mentioned here, the Shami is different wording, but Tadu Shu'enu Tadu, Tadu Korem. Okay, that is uh, the reason uh, for that, and uh, we see that um, uh, they, uh, you know, that, that would, um, uh, for example, when you put on your talus and tefillin, you have to put on your talus first because uh, you wear your talus more often than your tefillin. So Tadu, Enu Tadu, Tadu Korem. Okay, uh, carrying on, uh, the, as uh, you know, the mission doesn't. You know, the Gemara doesn't delve a lot into these uh, the actual cases of it. It just kind of gives you bottom line and then moves on. All right. Shkalim uh, Bikurim. We talked about Shkalim and Bikurim. We say that has to be in the times of the temple. But then it says if you if you uh, say uh, the shekels are uh, are holy uh, and and uh, you say the, the the Bikurim are holy today, they become holy and you can't get any benefit uh, from them. Ha Shkalim Kachu. And you know, and uh, in terms of um, Rabbi Shimon, we'd say like you know they they, they would be holy. Uh, Rabbi Shimon Ben Yehuda, Bishum Rabbi Shimon uh, answers as well. Well, okay, so he says, what does it mean? Because uh, we said, um, you know, only only bikurim. Uh, you know, we, we only discussed uh, bikurim, uh, and, uh, and that's it. So, uh, you know, Rabbi Shimon says, listen, only bikurim uh, wouldn't be effective. The implication is uh, that. Uh, um, you know, is it? We, we try to say, listen, uh, shekels would work, and we, uh, you know, would become holy. And we say, no, uh, both of these aren't uh, wouldn't be holy. Okay, so it's a bit of a um, uh, a bit of work to see why why only uh, Rabbi uh, you know Rabbi Shimon would only have said uh, only in this case uh, wouldn't it have uh, you know only in uh, why he wouldn't have just said uh, no both. Um, both uh, the first fruits and the shekels are not consecrated. Why I wouldn't have just uh, why I just mentioned uh, the first fruits and he left out shekels? Okay, so that that's an open uh, question. In any case, Tani ger kino What happens is with a ger, uh, we just have uh, the you know the the, the fact is that uh, we only have uh, a little bit of what's uh, meant to happen to a ger uh, today uh, because of the fact that we don't have a temple. Uh, what's meant 
meant to happen is that a girl is meant to go uh, undergo all these processes uh, where he's meant to go. He's meant to undergo Mila and he's meant to undergo Tevila uh, and uh, you know acceptance of all the laws and he goes into the mikveh and uh, he's um, uh, and he has a brit milah, he's a male, etc. So now the question is, um, uh, what what's also meant to happen uh, is he's meant to actually bring a korban and he's meant to get the blood uh, sprinkled on him, etc. Uh, now obviously there is, you know, t- today uh, we don't uh, have the ban of Mikdash, unfortunately, and so the, there too what. Um, uh, we we said in the brata, um, a gar uh, should really bring uh, a, a money uh, to cover the cost of his birds. Okay, because what's going to happen? Mashiach's going to come bezrat Hashem, and uh, very quickly, and then uh, he's going to have to go to the temple, and he's not going to, so he's not going to, he's going to be searching around because the final step of his conversion process uh, that he has to uh, bring an offering, and now he's not going to, um, you know, you know, you're not going to. Um, uh, you know, be ready. So, so what you do, you want to say, listen, you be ready. Uh, make sure that you've got uh, your money uh, ready so that we can uh, offer these birds up for you and complete your conversion process. Revit kesef, a quarter of a dinner of kesef. Amra Shimon Bitla, Rabbi Yochanan ben Zaka, minai hatakala. Rabbi Shimon said that Rabbi Yochanan ben Zaka said, no, no problem. Don't have to bring it up. Uh, reason why? Uh, because uh, you know, who knows when the temple is going to be and therefore this money is going to get lost and, and misused and that would be even more uh, prob- uh, problematic over here. Uh, and my opinion Takala, what exactly is the Takala? Kara Tanan, as we learned in a brighter, Ein Makachin, Velom Archin, Velom Macharmin, Velom Makbin, Trumot, Umasrot, Pizmanazeh. So what what is the story? You're not allowed to uh, make something holy, you're not allowed to make an erich of something, so this person is worth um, uh, X uh, and you know there's a certain standard between uh, you know 20 and 60 etc for ma- whether you male whether you female etc so we're not going to go too much into that um, you can't uh, you know and, and consecrate an item makes it uh, fit for the Beit HaMikdash or, or evaluate something so its value is for the Beit HaMikdash and uh, also you can't make it um you can't do any of these things. Separate truma or masas in in the in, you know, today. Uh, why? What's going to happen? Uh, is that a person is not going to be able to, um, you know, get any. Um, <clears throat> Uh, any use uh, from these things, and there's a huge danger that he'll misuse them and be liable for Meila. Uh, it says, tishu, okay, or Herich, or Echrim, or Higbia, right? So if he, if he did this, he wasn't supposed to, but what he did was he made it holy, he said that something's worth an evaluation, he made, you know, he, he consecrated something for the for the, uh, for the Kwanim or separated Truma, etc. Uh, so what do you do? Um, um, what you have to do, you can't uh, donate it. It says the the, um, the clothing, uh, you know, that, that he that he said was good. So you know, because there's no better Mikdash, so now you've done it. Uh, now it has to get burnt. Uh, so we burn the clothing uh, is burnt. Um, Bahama to uh, the the Bahama is uh, uprooted uh, literally. Um, 
what happens uh, to this animal? Not very SPCA friendly. And well, but for now, delet v meta mala. You shut it in a pen uh, or in a, in a little um, uh, cove or stall, whatever the case is, and you just leave it there. You leave it there, and uh, you don't give it any food or water, and uh, and then it dies. Okay, so because you're not allowed to deliberately uh, destroy it, uh, you have to do this. Um, uh, you know, uh, passive type of destruction uh, to the animal, make it starve to death, which is, you know, uh, um, is fairly close uh, to being an active uh, thing. But anyway, he was doing being passive. Oh, yeah, me, he mates a male, it mates, it dies by itself. And then you take the money that was that was used to consecrate it gets uh, thrown away. All right, var uh, So now, uh, what what happens is if a convert uh, should set aside some money for these birds, as we mentioned, uh, and, uh, and 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 but we say that that um, that uh, Rabbi Yochanan said, no, you don't have to do it today, um, uh, Rabbi Yochanan Medzachah, because of the fact that um, uh, it's going to be problematic, uh, you know, because of the fact that it's it's the money, uh, you know, it, it could get lost and, and, and never used. So now there's a lot, all this hectic money floating around and uh, you might get violated Ella. So now, uh, what, what do you say uh, about this? Uh, he says, if you ignore uh, what, what's meant to have happened, about the hectic, you know, uh, ma, Min ma, the Amar Rabbi Shimon, Bitla, Rabbi Yochanan ben Zaki, Mimna Etzakala, had a Amre Avar Victish Kacho. Right, so so what happens if he, if he set aside the money uh, and uh, what do we do? And we said that the answer to that is what Rabbi Shimon says uh, in the Brata about Rabbi Yochanan ben Zaka. Uh, he says, no, no, nothing, it's no good. Uh, and because it could lead to such a problem, uh, we uh, it's, uh, it's as if um uh if you if you did it and uh, you know it actually it actually uh, would uh, become holy okay uh, you know so in other words there's only a, a problem uh, you know if to, to say listen there's going to be a takala it only becomes a takala if there is something to start off with if there wasn't if the money wasn't holy uh, well then uh, you know that's uh, th- then it would be fine so we say no it's a problem with the takala means it does work uh, and therefore that's why you have to be so scared of it <clears throat> all right uh, now uh, by Rav Yuda um, and to Daria, okay, Rabbi Yoda and Taria and to Daria. Why come out, Rabbi Yossi? He asked Rabbi Yossi, "Has Ka'at Omer Kodesh Kadsho?" Here, you said the money is holy. Vacha Atamar Lo Kadsho. But in the Brata before, you said Rabbi Shimon Ben Yoda, and then Rabbi Shimon, if you, you if you make Shkalim in this uh, thing, uh, this day and age, uh, then they aren't consecrated. So, should he, there's a contradiction. Amalei Tamar. Uh, so what are we talking about in terms of a shekel? Uh, you don't do it uh, uh, from the get-go. You don't uh, you don't do it. It says lefim shemitzvah lakriv mitrumata chadasha veichaver laishana. So what's going to happen? Because the minute you give, uh, the, the, we're going to we assume that the temple uh, is going to start uh, the same way it did previously on the first of Nisan. So whatever you give now, it's before the first of Nisan. And therefore, it's going to be a truma yeshana, right? And it's not ever going to get used uh, for the um, uh, 
uh, you know, it, it's not ever going to get used in the new, uh, in the new, for the new shekels. Okay, lefisha mitzvah lakriv mitzumach harasha. There's a mitzvah to bring from the new shekels. Vayachave leishana, and now you're going to end up uh, bring old shekels. So therefore, it would seem that um, the answer really is uh, uh, is is uh, that you know the the. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, they they aren't uh, they aren't holy. Okay, uh, it says So what do you have to say in terms of this? So on the one hand, you say they're not crazy, but here you say, oh, hi, Shana, he. Are you going to say really? Is it is it old? Uh, it says uh, Are you why why do you say that they're going to be old? It could be that uh, you know that if it's if it's it's only the only th- things that the new ones are used for is to buy common offerings. Okay, and other things as you saw at the very beginning of our Masechet. However, uh, things like a, uh, a, a thing of a gar, a, a convert's uh, sacrifice, there's no need, uh, you know, and you know, and, and if something does someone, um, other hekteshot, people do them uh, privately, and also this uh, gar, a gar convert, why, you know, he can offer that anytime. That doesn't need new money. However, if it, you know, if he uh, if he does, um, uh, you know, consecrate it, then surely it should be good. And therefore, he has to keep it until he gets the right to Mikdash. Okay, so uh, the Gemara, uh, interestingly enough, you know, doesn't, um, um, you know, give much of an answer. It does clarify uh, a little bit of, yeah. Could you say what could happen uh, about your, your previous question was that um, the, uh, the, the temple wasn't uh, built uh, you know, yet and anything that you give is going to be old uh, shekels and it says maybe the Beit HaMikdash is going to be built exactly as it was before it's going to be built on the 1st of Nisan and uh, it, you know, we, we're going to collect it exactly as we need to on the 1st of Nisan so therefore everything is actually new and therefore what, what, what can you say to refute that and the Gemara does not give an answer uh, for that and uh, then really the last little bit I think it's probably best uh, to leave that for the Siyum uh, and uh, yeah uh, everyone should have a great day and a big Mazel Tov uh, for finishing uh, Shkalem tomorrow we're back on to Bavli uh, and uh, Yuma and we're looking very forward to that uh, everyone should have a great day